0: Hello everyone who is a fan of Podcast. This is another awesome episode of Podcast. Uh, my name is Jordan, and I'm along here with Brother Brandon. Brother Brandon here. And Best Friend Ryan. In a hot, Ryan. sweaty car. <laughs> <laughs> and Best Friend Ryan. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello everybody. Not too bad, not too bad. Having a great time. Brother Brandon, uh, we are doing something different, fans. A little behind the scenes thing. We could not make it in person, so we are all recording via Skype. Brother Brandon lives five minutes down the road from me and he is sitting at home in his car. We could be sitting next to each other, son of a bitch.
1: <laughs>
2: well, I didn't wanna how come you're sitting in your car I
1: didn't want to kick Sharia out of the uh, out of the room. You know, she's she's watching her programs and I didn't wanna like I didn't wanna be that guy who's like, Get the fuck out.
2: Get out Yuhua <laughs> uh. <You> <laughs> That's what I did to my wife.
0: <laughs> the way it should be.
2: Using that that exact language too.
0: Yuhua. You the way it should be. Wow. <laughs> she made me
2: dinner of macaroni and cheese with with chopped up hot dogs, and I told her to get her sexy ass in bed.
0: Oh, yeah. that's what that's what every married couple goes through their first couple of years. <laughs> hot. And then and then and then you're like me, and you have a child, and then you eat uh, bright pink uh, hamburgers.
2: So <laughs> it's
0: it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing.
2: Was that a metaphor? It's a new it's a new, like new, new health study this time
0: yeah <laughs> um so anyway uh you have downloaded this episode everybody because we're talking about video games and video game consoles this is i thought is a we big were talking deal. about trump no this
2: ain't this ain't night. the political one no this isn't no oh
0: all right all now,
2: right well, well, well good night guys that's the show everybody <laughs> you have a good week <laughs>
0: um but this is this is this is a big deal uh uh for me really um, I don't know how it is for you guys but there was a point in time I would say from 96 so I was uh, nine 96 to about 2006 so I would say about a good 10 years of being a not a, not like a hardcore gamer but definitely a gamer I mean like were you guys ever like you know you know like that point in your life for a year or so where you were just video games hands-on like all about it or oh yeah
1: of course I mean well my I was a little late to the game. My first console was a PS2.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: I was never I was never like a serious gamer. I've well, growing up I had per, I've had just about every console there was to have, but I mean like I played three games on each of them. I never played like I, I had sports games. I did you do sports games like Super Mario Bros. I was I was always good at those.
0: <laughs> hmm. You were Super that kid. Mario Brothers.
2: You were that kid where everyone was like, whoa, Ryan's got a Sega CD. And you're like, nah, I don't play it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was that kid. I was that kid. I remember uh, I remember that um, me and my brothers begged my parents to get us the PlayStation when it was the big giant gray box. And we oh, were yeah. like, oh, it's too expensive, too expensive, too expensive. And we're like, you know, we begged and begged for months. And then they surprised us with it. And then, like, we barely played it. <laughs> really? Until wait, 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 let me let me rephrase. We barely played it until Driver came out. And once we got Driver, then that was like that was the end of it. But yeah, but
1: Huh. Now I can um I can I can still to this day remember my first experience with the PlayStation. Um and it was actually it was Jordan's and uh we I think we either spent a full day and full night, or the full weekend with Grandma Whoberry. I don't know if you remember this, Jordan, but oh, you brought I do. I do. you brought you brought your PlayStation, and the two games you brought were Resident Evil Director's Cut and Twisted Metal. And yeah. for the longest time, the whole day, you kept playing Twisted Metal, which was awesome in its own right. I you know I got to watch you destroy shit. But then I picked up this other game called Resident Evil, and I knew I knew what zombies were, but I never knew it could be implemented in a game format. So I was like, "What's this?" And you're like, "Oh, that's going to be too scary for you." <laughs> and then I got I got mad at you. And you're like, "Fine, all right, I'm going to put it in. Don't don't complain to me when you're crying."
0: <laughs> I'm such a dick, brother. And did you so, cry or did you like it?
1: Uh, I liked it. it. It 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 unnerved me. I wasn't prepared for what just, just that claustrophobic feel of that mansion. But like it was, even though I wasn't playing, it was that odd sense of exploration. You know, almost kind of like living vicariously through you, like watching you explore those hallways, which made me hide under Grandma Who like pillows, (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like watching you through the pillows. That's my first experience with the PlayStation.
0: Well, uh, to go on that, and best friend Ryan, don't mean to not have you stalk here, but to go on that, my first experience with Resident Evil was down in Virginia, Uh, my uh, cousin and and that part of the family. Uh, My cousin is, uh, is 15, 16 years older than me. And, uh, he, we were up there, we were playing a hockey game on the PlayStation and we're up in his room and, and, uh, I said, what's this? It was the director's cut. That's how I got the game. He gave it to me. Oh, wow. And I, I said, what is this? He goes, oh, it's resident evil. It's too scary. And it's the same thing I said to you. And I was like, so I don't care. I've seen scary movies. He's like, okay. Uh, and the scene in resident evil, the game where you turn the corner and the zombie bites the guy's head off and it comes after you. Uh, I ran to my mom into her lap and screamed bloody murder. Well, it doesn't help
1: either that even still to this day, the PlayStation controls, like even all those old games, the controllers are like, it's like your character is like moving a fucking tank. So you got (laughs) this thing, you got this zombie coming after you. You're like, Oh, Oh, Oh oh God, which way do I go? And you're just going in circles and you're fucking dead.
0: (laughs) Ryan, uh, Ryan, what was your, uh, I mean, did you have a Nintendo first? Was a PlayStation, a big one for you? I mean, what was, Um, what was the one that kind of got you into it?
2: The, uh, well, I, my favorite system is the Super Nintendo. I love Super Nintendo. I love um, the Mario games that came out, especially Super Mario World.
0: Um,
2: nice. That's my favorite game of all time. Um, the first console that we ever had was actually an Atari that my uncle gave us. Um, nice. I can't remember which one it was, but he, he we had three games with it. Um, and it was just the one that was the one button with the joystick, uh, that controller. Um And we had, um, an Olympics game, which had, like, a long jump, a high jump, um, (laughs) uh, I think Javelin on it, and then we had some weird shooting game, and then some weird puzzle game. Um, that was... So
1: goddamn primitive.
2: It it was, he gave it to us because he got, (laughs) he got, he got a, um, Super Nintendo, so he didn't need it anymore. Right. But yeah, no, I... That was the first console we had, and my, my favorite is the Super Nintendo. I absolutely love Super Nintendo.
1: What's your favorite game for the Super Nintendo?
2: Super Mario uh, Brothers.
1: Alright, mine's, uh, mine's uh, I think mine would have to be, um, oh, I, I, I don't know the full
2: title, but I know it's
1: uh, Turtles in Time. Is uh, it just Teenage I Man think it's
2: Turtles? 4. Is that 4? Is that 4? Because that's the third movie. Somebody just be called Turtles in Time
1: that's the only one I ever the for the brief moment the brief little period that I had an uh, SNES that was the only game that it came with it <laughs> so that's the only one I could play
0: Wow um I gotta show my hand then fellas um, I don't like anything Nintendo not a really? Single thing. really not a single thing you don't like the Mario game um, no and it was not some childhood trauma like we had a Donkey few Kong episodes. country bro no I have played them uh, I just don't like them <laughs> um, it was not some weird childhood experience that made me think of it wrong, like Harry Potter, like in a few episodes. But it was it what it was. It was it was it was uh, it was Mortal Kombat is what got me to turn off on it because I had a Sega a, a Sega Genesis and uh, Dad bought me a Sega Genesis for Christmas. It was nineteen ninety six ninety four or like nine like ninety four like around there. And it came with two games. That was back in the day when the consoles were launched, and it came out with games in the, in the actual box. And it yeah. came with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Mortal Kombat 2. And uh, played the games religiously. And what happened was I went to a buddy's house, because I was thinking about getting a Super Nintendo. And he had Mortal Kombat 2, and it was not the same Mortal Kombat 2. There was no fatalities, there was no blood, because Nintendo censored it. Ah, so at that point, I was always I, I wasn't. I'm not against Nintendo, but at that moment of time, it was embedded in my head. Oh, Nintendo is for kids. I'm I have a grown-up game system. You know what I mean? Like I have a Sega Genesis. You know what I mean? So I have played uh, um, Mario sixty-four. Um, I understand that it's good. Uh, this is not my thing. I played Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> I
1: understand that it's good.
0: <laughs> I understand that it's good, but I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I've never owned anything Nintendo besides one thing, and that was the. Uh, um, it was not the Game Boy Color, but the actual Game Boy was blue. But it was still like the green and like you know, like it was, it was, it was still the green color. But I played uh Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red on that. Like that was my job. Other wait, than that, wait, wait!
1: wait you, it's not the Game Boy colored, but it was color.
2: The well, you know how the Game Boy, the console was color. The the actual Game Boy itself was colored. Is that what you are saying? Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. It was it was a blue one because I think it was it was it was in '95 or '96 when Pokemon became huge out here. So it was like it was oh, it was yeah. one of those Game Boys where it was like it was it was before Game Boy Color, but it was after like the original big bulky one from the '80s. So like. It was, it was like you could buy a red Game Boy, a yellow one, a black one, or a blue one. Okay. I don't remember those. You don't remember that one? I forgot what it was called. Uh, but, um. I still have my lime green Game Boy Color. And it still works. Wait. Okay, now, wait a minute now. Game Boy Color, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, or maybe it was just Pokemon, but was the actual screen, like, full color? No, or was it, it just was, the? It was, was it still black.
1: It was still black and white. It's just it was a color
0: shell. Okay, so it was a Game Boy Color. What I had then. Okay, then. All right, never mind.
1: Yeah. Um, color so, didn't become a thing for Game Boy. For color didn't become a thing for handheld games until the Game Boy Advanced, I believe. I thought
2: that they thought had, that they um, had the, the Game Boy uh, color, color was because um, like the original Game Boy was green, like the screen was green, but I thought like uh, they had more color
1: Uh, you're probably right but like
2: uh it wasn't like it wasn't like full-on color it was like three right it was like it was like a red green and blue it was it was
1: uh it was like a specific palette that yeah that that only worked with
0: right here's the right uh well here's the answer gentlemen in 1998 it was the game boy color and it says here that the game boy color came in different colors Uh, not the screen itself, but the case. And the case that it's showing is the see-through purple case. If you guys ever remember that, that's what. Oh yeah, Uh, the one I got. And then the Game Boy that actually introduced full color was Game Boy Advance, which was in nineteen, which was in two thousand one. It was like kind of a square one, and the game console was, and the game handheld game thing was purple.
1: Oh no, Game Uh, Boy Advance was more rectangular. It had more rectangular. rectangular.
0: Yeah, yeah so.
1: the square one you're thinking of is the Game Boy Advance SP.
0: SP. Yeah. So, so, so Game Boy Advance in 2001 introduced the actual full color. Um, since we're talking about systems, I wanted to bring this list up to you guys and see what you thought. Um, so, kind of a kind of a question for you guys. Uh, see what your opinions are. What, in your guys' opinion, is the number one still to this day, as of this moment, the number one selling game console of all time? You guys oh, have any PS2. idea? It's
1: probably the Wii. PlayStation 2.
0: The Best Wii. friend Ryan, you say the Wii? Yeah. You say the Wii. Uh, brother Brandon, what do you say? PS2. Brother Brandon's correct. PS2 is the top-selling video game of all time with 155 million-plus sold.
1: Hell yeah, man. It was revolutionary. I don't know how.
0: That's why I wanted to bring that up. What was so revolutionary about the PlayStation 2? Could play it really games, did, bro so <laughs> did my xbox but
2: like this was the first like this the xbox didn't come out for what four years Two, after
0: nope i have it right here playstation 2 was in 2000 and the original xbox was in 2001
2: oh shit but i i think a
1: lot of that too was i mean xbox just came into the game a little late i mean you know everyone in terms of game systems every playstation already had its feet dug into the dirt with the first console so when 2 came out it was all it already had it already generated a solid fan base before xbox even can make its name known
0: was it was it the overall games because i don't remember at all playstation 2 even being able to go online right i mean there was no online gameplay yet still in 2000 uh, with PlayStation no, 2 no not right? when they
2: first launched it but when Xbox no. the Xbox online became a thing then they they started trying um but i think i think the PlayStation is super successful i mean cuz you already had like he said you already had the PlayStation what was it was renamed PlayStation 1 um but like you had Crash Bandicoot that was really popular um oh yeah they had um the Twisted Metal franchise what was the other big one? Uh, Grand Theft Auto? They had Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft, Grand Thef- Auto. Grand Theft Auto Three. Wasn't Evil. It, that was the game changer. Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah. Was I think
1: Talk to you guys the,
0: about that. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I think just even now to this day, like I think what what kind of gives PlayStation the edge is just they have better exclusives. Like their exclusives are it's just better, well-rounded games overall.
0: Well, see, I don't know because Ryan Ryan's right. Uh, the game that changed everything was. Um, definitely Grand Theft Auto 3. That's why I got a PlayStation 2. Grand Theft Auto 3 was something that you've never seen before. Especially on home consoles. I mean, guys, this was in 2000 when... No, it was 2001 when that game came out. So it's 2001, and it's an open-world game, which at that point, I never heard of such a thing. And you could do whatever you wanted to do. What did I do at the age of 14 years old in 2001 playing Grand Theft Auto 3? Fuck strippers and killed people for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what i did the- you were in a girl. house you
1: were you were in a house by yourself with a mother who would give you everything how are you this way how are you so damaged sir
0: <laughs>
1: da- what do you mean gave
0: me anything what do
1: you mean you were you were an only kid under under a roof like i i remember going to your room you had everything you had the fucking ecto one ghostbusters car you know what i mean like you had a batmobile to go with it it was just like, it was you had some of the biggest ass toys i've ever seen
0: <laughs> well, I can say that the PlayStation 2 <laughs> was the was was my own money. That's when I had to get my own job, and I was I was a golf caddy at our local golf uh, golf course, that's, and uh, I had to you know.
2: That's the first that I did the I worked all summer in 2002 to buy a PlayStation 2.
0: That's exactly yeah. what I did, and that's what I did in 2000. I said, "Mom, I want a PlayStation 2." She goes, "Well, you're old enough now that I don't have to buy anything for you." Work for it. I think I was paid $2 an hour. I don't know. That's $2,000 money. So,
2: um, <laughs> I started working and, the day school got out in 2002. Uh, I started uh-huh. working at my mom's friend's drive through just like cleaning and restocking stuff, getting paid $5 an hour, I think it was. Uh, and then uh, I bought the PlayStation from KB Toys in Lima, Ohio the Sunday before school started.
0: Right. Nice. And then... And then you felt like a big man, right? You're I like did. I worked all summer I for did. this.
2: That thing, and that PlayStation Two lasted for a very long time because I wouldn't let anybody yeah. like I wouldn't let by play unless I was there. Um, you can only play games with me. <laughs> well, There's I was
1: a- uh, I was the person who waited till game consoles started showing up at flea markets. That's how I got my PS Two. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I was I I lived in a really. Poor community. So uh, I got my PS2 at a flea market, the Chiefland flea market, for a whole whopping thirty bucks.
0: Oh wow! Oh, Jesus Christ! Do you remember the year?
1: Uh, this was ooh, 3 or oh4
0: Okay, so the system was off for a couple of years at that point. Guys, uh, I mean, okay, so now, so now, here comes the debate that I know we're going to have, probably. So I got the PS2. And then uh, I had it for a year, worked all year for it, worked all summer for it. And then I went to a buddy's house who I still hang out with now. His name's Matt. And and he had this other game system that I never saw before. It's a big black box. I'm like, what the hell is this? And the controller was as big as your face. And he says, we're going to play this game called Halo. And I said, well, what is it? He goes, well, there's a base, and I'm at one side and you're at the other side and we're space marines and we just blow each other up for the shit of it. I never heard of a game like that before. And that's the course the original Xbox and as soon as I saw Halo and I got the original Xbox, uh, when I played it, I knew right there and there I had to get an Xbox and well, did, I traded you, in my PlayStation 2 for an Xbox.
1: Did you ever you never played uh, 007 Goldeneye though because it's pretty much the whole like when he went like when your friend announced to you is like, "Oh, I'm on one side of the map." You're on the other. We just blow each other up. That idea was has been part of gaming well before Halo. And true. 007 Golden was. I mean, don't
2: they, do and, don't, don't, don't they do that? Don't they do that multiplayer Doom?
0: I never. It was okay. Yeah, I here's think the, so and to Quake. Go on, to Gohan Brandon's wonderful joke about my childhood. <laughs> um, my my <laughs> I don't mother think he was joking,
2: Jordan. I don't think he was. joking, No, no,
0: it's it's true. My mother <laughs> hates video games. It's it it is a waste of time. I always have made this joke, and it is true. The last movie my mother has saw in theaters was in 1996. Whitney Houston's "Waiting to Exhale."
1: Jesus, so, how is that possible?
0: That's it's possible. It's you know her, Brandon. Come on. So yeah, you It's true. Yeah, and Whitney <laughs> Houston was great. So anyway, so uh, my mom would always be against it, but dad would always buy me the game systems because he was like. Oh fuck your! Fuck it. I'll I'm be the buy bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my dad. Well, dad, our dad only bought uh, three consoles for me, uh, and it was the first one was Genesis, and the second one was the original PlayStation, and then um, the one year when when dad was a good dad, best friend around, you'll love this. It was like seven, eight years ago, and dad comes to me and goes, "What do you want for uh, for Christmas?" And I'm like, "You know, Gene and I would really like a PlayStation 3. You know, so we can stream Netflix and stuff. And then I didn't know this, and neither did Brandon. But then Dad goes to Brandon and says, what do you and Sharia want for Christmas? And Brandon's like, I really want a PlayStation 3. So Dad got both boys a PlayStation 3. Oh, wow. boy, he was pissed. He was they were
1: pissed. pre-owned, though. We don't want to give anyone any kind of <laughs> false, were, like, uh, we're not made were of riches.
0: They were pre-owned. They were pre-owned. But... Um, No, it's just I I just never, ever uh, was allowed to have game systems, you know, unless I bought them myself or, of course, Dad, because he was always the bad guy. Uh, But, no, I mean, I was – once I saw Halo, Halo was the game changer for me. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 was something that I never saw before, but uh, Halo, the original Halo and Xbox, the original Xbox, uh, just spoke to me. This was everything I liked. I still have an Xbox One now. I love the controller more. Um, I like the overall aspect of the Xbox more. Uh, I still say the greatest video game console of all time is actually uh, Xbox 360, which I'm sure you guys would completely disagree with me on.
1: Well, to go off what you just said, Jordan, let's let's I guess uh, Ryan, what was the game changing game for you? What was the game that you were like, oh yeah, this is the future?
2: It was probably it was probably Grand Theft Auto 3 because I I'm, I was obsessed. Like when I was a kid, um, when I got the PlayStation 2, I had. Uh, like, the whole time I had it, I would always go and rent games, but I don't, there was only two, uh, three games that I thought highly enough to buy, and it was Grand Theft Auto 3, which my mom had to buy for me. Um, the, um, one of the NCAA football games, uh, it was probably 2002 or it might have been 2003, and then um, I'm blanking on the third one, but uh, the Grand Theft Auto 3 was pretty much the game I played. When I was a, nice. when I was when I had the PS2 when that was my thing until my mom bought me an Xbox for
0: Christmas, I think three years after they came out. Cool. Now, Ryan, I've always had this debate with people: which one's better, Grand Theft Auto Three or, in my opinion, still better than Five? The best Grand Theft Auto game is Vice City. Do you think Vice City is better than Three? Um, hey, Brian, that question goes for you too. What, what, well, Brian?
2: I think I think from like. Uh, more to do aspect. There's, I mean, there's a lot. Of that. There's more to do in Vice City. Um, but I, th- I actually think the fifth one. Uh, I haven't even played the whole game. I've had it for like two years now. I haven't played. I haven't even played the full game yet. But I, st- I think, I think that one's better than Vice City. I think Vice City's incredibly entertaining. They're all every one of them since three. The first two are garbage. But three, four, Vice City, oh, Liberty City. I like four. I think four is like, a really fun oh, game.
0: But out of, out of Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City, you think Vice City is still overall the best out of the uh, those two?
2: I think it's better. I think it's the better of the two. I think they, like, it's because, like, you know, you take it as 3 is the launching, that's the launching one. That's the one where they, you know, they, they don't know what's going to work. They don't know what the best aspects of the game are. And Vice City is where they figure out, they realize, okay, this is what we did right, this is what we did wrong. We're going to get rid of the stuff we did wrong, you know.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And,
0: and Brandon, what about you? I mean like I mean, did you play Grand Theft Auto 3 or Vice City and I mean, do you have which one's better than the other or?
1: No, not really. I Grand Theft Auto was something, even at a young age it was it didn't attract to me. Um I don't know why to be honest. It's everything a grown boy would want to play as I guess, you know what I mean? Like just having the, the the playground of pure destruction. But I don't know, I never got into it. I never got into Rocks, Rockstar Rockstar. That's right. I, sometimes yeah. I get them confused now with Rocksteady, but um, Rockstar Games, yeah, I think the only two that I can, I can still to this day, I can never say that I fully played through was Bully and uh, Red Dead Redemption. Those are the only two I've actually really
0: enjoyed. Gotcha. I actually enjoyed the zombie version of Red Dead, but I mean... The reason why I liked Vice City so much was because the story was different and it was in the 80s. And that game came out when VH1 was pumping out I Love the 80s and 90s series. If you guys remember those? Oh, like, yeah. And, and still to this day, I watched all those episodes on YouTube from I Love the 80s. Like, I was big into, you know, pop culture history, you know, at that time period. You know, my my freshman and sophomore year of high school. So, yeah. when you know, you know, so when Vice City came out and there were elements of Scarface in it, you know, because when you go down Miami Beach, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there is there is there is a there is a hidden stairway in Vice City. You can find it on YouTube. But when you go down to Miami Beach and you go, do you have to do something or whatever in that game in Vice City. Uh, you go up these stairwells and then you can go into the hotel room and you see a, a bathtub full with blood and a, and a chainsaw.
1: Oh, it's uh, it's an Easter
0: egg, Easter egg for uh, for a Scarface yeah. there. And did you guys ever play uh, the Grand Theft Auto ripoff, the Scarface? sequel game that came out by the same developers
2: nope
1: no i had no clue it even it was even made
2: yeah, it's, it's a not sequel bad where he survives the assassination at the end and he goes on to like what's the, the point of the game is just to, to destroy your enemies kind of <laughs> so what it is
0: is that uh the beginning of the game is the end of the movie where you have to where you're on top of the stairwell and you're blowing everybody away and then in the game when the guy gets ready to shoot you in the back you have like that quick time event where you can turn around real quick and shoot him. Gotcha. Um, so that's what happens in the game. And but the Colombians still take over the house, and then you are literally left with nothing. You're poor, huh? And you start back in Cuba. You know, for the first part of the game, trying to get rich again, and then when you get so much money, then you can get on a boat and go back to Miami and take over everything that you lost, and then you can buy. Nightclubs, you know, like you know, you know, like the famous nightclub in the uh, in the movie. You, know, you can buy the nightclub and all that fun stuff. Right um, but yeah, no, it was it was okay for what it was. Uh, but change the subject. We're going on from other systems. We're talking about PlayStation, Xbox, and everything. We're talking about Nintendo here. Uh, the, number f- uh, five, uh, uh, the number five, the uh, number five greatest selling counts of all time, still to this day, is the original Wii with one hundred and one point six three million. Not a fan of that system at all. The We is for old folks' homes and your parents. <laughs> I, it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible well. I mean, system. I I
1: think the reason why it warrants uh, to be on that list and generating that much uh, that much uh, revenue is because I mean it had a it had a great gimmick. It was a marketable gimmick, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think still to this day, if I, I guarantee, if you were to get a group of five people. Put a couple of beers down them, and all that's available is the Wii. Everyone's gonna be fucking bowling together. Like, you know what I mean? It still
2: has
0: that power. That's valid. That's valid. What do you think about that, Ryan? I mean, like, if we all get together and get drunk and play some Um, Wii bowling.
2: The Wii. I had a Wii, um, and I thought like the Wii is very fun for I don't know, like the first three times you play it, it's it's incredibly fun. Um, Right. It's
1: not a. It's not a long. It doesn't have great longevity, but it's great. Yeah, I
2: really like the. uh, my the favorite game I had for it was the uh, super was the Super Mario Brothers game that came out where they kind of redid the like combined the third and the Mario World, um, but that one you don't use the um, sensor detection stuff. You gotta use the controller like an actual controller. Um, so my favorite game was uh, the exact opposite. Uh, why you get a Wii? <laughs> <laughs> right on. But yeah. Nice. No. Yeah, but I, I lost interest in that incredibly fast because I mean I also had a PS3 at the time as well.
1: I you think wish, one of the cool yeah. things for one of the cool things that the Wii did, I think for me is one of my favorite games of all time. It's probably in my top three. Is Resident Evil Four. To me, I think that revolutionized not only like survival horror, but it, I mean it, it the over the shoulder aiming from that point on. Every game was like, after that was like, oh, okay, here's how we can make action better. So then we did something with the Resident Evil 4 and giving you, the you could actually have the gun aimer. So with that over-the-shoulder aspect and then having the, the Wii gun in your hands, popping off zombies, oh, my God. That was one of the coolest things I think that we ever did.
0: Okay, so we got to talk about this since you brought that up. Uh, Resident Evil 4 destroyed the franchise. It is a what? terrible game. It's a terrible game. Gonna, I hate that game.
2: I'm going to interject here. I might have to I might have to get out of this conversation, because, well, this particular part of it, because I've only ever played one Resident Evil game in my entire life.
0: <laughs> Which one was that? <laughs>
2: Number two. Oh,
0: that oh, really? was good. That's
2: the that only one good. I played.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, like, my thing's just short and sweet. Uh, Brandon's right. With the over-the-shoulder camera, it did a lot of good things for that time and, and era in the games, but it, it got so bad that it has made nothing but terrible sequel after terrible sequel. And then they you come can't out blame with, that on Resident Evil Four, though. Oh, I can because it started it, and then and everybody tries to copy <laughs> it, and then they fail. And now they oh, the so greatest. okay,
1: so we can blame we can blame Spider Man Three for being bad because Spider Man One was made.
0: Like, technically, technically, we got Spider Man Three because Spider Man One and Two were made. That is
1: a weird thought, sir.
0: That is a weird thought. However, though, we got a great game, the greatest Resident Evil game, arguably, probably that people would say is Resident Evil Seven. Which, Ryan, you need to play Resident Evil 7. Uh, that game is amazing. When did it come out? L- like a year ago.
2: Okay. I have not, I've actually not played a newer video game uh, in probably over a year and a half.
0: Because what's really cool is they do something different with this game. Uh, it's a first person.
2: Okay. <laughs> the other ones are first person.
0: Yeah. So that's why I like to it. Oh, so you, uh, like yeah.
2: you feel like you're just like you're ridding the world of the zombie scum.
0: No, it's not like that at all. Uh, Resident Evil Seven is not like. Uh, so, uh, the quick to, uh, to give you an idea, Resident Evil Seven is your wife goes missing in this area in New Orleans, and you're trying to find her, and you find out that she's been kidnapped by this group of Retnet Hicks, and she is possessed. Slash turned into a zombie, and this is the first ten minutes of the game. And she cuts your hand off with it with a with a machete. And Spoiler warning, that's the first ten minutes of the game. And the family, <laughs> uh, the uh, family is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of family. And the whole premise of the whole thing is that they are injected with a new virus that makes them like superhuman and super strong, and it's very hard to kill them and that's a new thing that the evil umbrella corporation is doing it has got mass praise critical praise it is considered a great game so if you ever get a chance to check it out do it um i said earlier that xbox 360 is is like my favorite console but after thinking about it some more i'm still going to say that because i made the comment but playstation 3 is like such a close second right boys i mean playstation 3 is I mean, I still have a PlayStation Three. I mean, that thing is amazing, right? I mean, PlayStation Three is probably the best. Maybe
2: no, my, my one of my favorite. My I would say my favorite um, newer game, uh, what I consider newer from, well, because what what's the the cutoff we talked about is two thousand eight when we turned when me and Brandon would have turned eighteen, right? That, yeah, that's everything. So the newer uh, is um, I really love the first uh, Arkham, Batman Arkham Asylum. That oh, yeah, fuck! I yeah. that game. Yeah,
1: I have uh, I have the collection pack now the the two game pack that was re released for PS4. Oh man, it's beautiful.
2: They like they update the graphics and everything. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Just a slight restoration. Yeah. We well, see, see like was... the, the PS3 for me was because well, Actually, I should go ahead and state my favorite game of all time is Bioshock. I think Bioshock to me it because I love storytelling so much, and it was the first game to immerse me in such a, an intricate and weird story, and the visuals are gorgeous, and um, and that came with the PS3. So, that I mean, that, that's something else that I think elevates the PS3 for me as well. It's a biased thought, but, I mean, that's one of the reasons why. It's, it, it, it houses my favorite game of all time.
0: Well, not only is that just a great game, and not only um, is PlayStation 3 great, it's just because... PlayStation 3 did something that Xbox One, that the Xbox One, the Xbox 360 didn't do. It's like. Blu ray! Blu ray. But see, the thing that sucks, though, guys, and I know we're supposed to talk about anything that's after 2008, but just if I could talk about PlayStation 4 and Xbox One real quick, both consoles just suck in a way to me. And the reason why I say that is because PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are literally the same damn near consoles. It's just you have an Apple or an Android, really. But back in the day, when you had a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360 back in the day, PlayStation 3, uh, you could not take out the hard drive and share it with a friend. You could go online for free, and it had Blu-ray, and it could play DVDs. The Xbox 360, you couldn't play DVDs. In order to play an HD DVD, you had to buy a whole new setup to go with it. And it had batteries for the controller. Yeah. But... (laughs) Which the Xbox One still has, by the way. What? And, yep, yep. My Xbox That's still a has, thing. They they have batteries. I have to constantly have I have batteries up the ass. Uh, oh, and
2: yeah. I know that. And, might be, uh, I've had, the PS3s they they have wireless uh, internal batteries in their controllers.
0: I know. I so know. Much for next <laughs> gen, Jeez. Well, the thing was is that the Xbox One they came out with two different pricing. The Xbox One you can get for four ninety nine. The brand new one, which is what I got. I don't have the brand new one, but and you can spend five ninety nine, and you can get the uh, uh, the launch edition, which came with wireless controllers. But um, it's just, I mean, what made the three sixty so cool was you had Halo, and Call of Duty was on Xbox before everything switched to PlayStation, and then it had Gears of War, which were three big games at the time. And oh. it was really cool that you know that you know that the system had the removable hard drive on the side, so you don't have to take the old school memory cards. You guys remember the old school memory cards for the PlayStation, oh, yeah. PlayStation oh, yeah. Two,
2: PlayStation Two. I had memory card thing. Sorry to interject. Uh, the true. I, yeah. I had well, I had a thirty-two gigabyte memory card, and oh, and man. I know but it was so big. In order, I couldn't just put it in. Uh, I had to activate it. So there was this disc I had to put in every time I wanted to use the memory card. <laughs> so it would activate yeah. it for the system.
1: You hear that, kids? Back in the day, there was activation discs for your game systems.
0: Well, that's <laughs> funny, too, because because um, I remember this from the PlayStation 2. The memory cards were black, and it had the blue lettering on the memory card. And I remember my memory card was, I think it was either 6 megabits or 8 and this is, seriously, yeah, I mean no, that, they were, that's how they big they're
2: low. Mine was oh, I don't
0: remember in that low. Well the ones that you can get I mean like the ones that came standard, you know how you can go to GameStop, you know, back in the day and even now, and you can get a PlayStation control uh, PlayStation two controller that's actually not a PlayStation two controller, but they call it something else, but it works for the PlayStation Two. You know what I'm saying? It's like an off brand, uh, is that what you're saying? Like an off brand, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you buy the actual PlayStation Two memory cards, those were six to eight megabits. But if you bought it off-brand, that's where you get like the thirty-two or the. Or Interesting. The yeah, that's how that whole thing worked out for Ryan to have a thirty-two gigabyte. I might have missed my, my
2: Megabyte. Uh, uh, yeah, I realized the mistake I made.
0: Okay, so a thirty-two megabyte still was big because when I said well, that yeah, I was, it was a gamer, big
2: I had to use the CD to activate it, so I could use it. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but see. The reason why, because we're going all over the place, but but the reason why that I loved the original Xbox so much was because those memory cards annoyed me. Because there'd be times, you know, where I misplaced the memory card and I have to go buy a new one, you know, and I lose my game. But with the original Xbox, the hard drive was built in, right? Yeah. So you never. And that thing was never filled. And you could do something that you couldn't do in the PlayStation 2. You can put in a CD. Yes, folks, music came on a, dis- on, a, on a disc. And before that, when we were kids, tapes. And you put the disc into the Xbox and you can download your CDs, even burn CDs, to the original Xbox. And then you can, like, I remember, like, WWF games back in the day where, like, <laughs> when you create a character, you know, and, like, you, yeah. like, I put in, uh, I put in, uh, um, Nir, uh, nirvana's Nevermind album i put that album on there Eminem, m you know slim shading and stuff and uh, I, I would create a wrestler and he, and then it was really cool is back in the day like when those kind of games you actually could put those songs as the wrestlers entrance videos songs
2: my sister, so so was my sister one time uh she really wanted to listen to her martina mcbride cd it's a, she's a country singer and yeah. so we put it in my Xbox because I, I like Martina McBride I think she's a very good singer and uh, so the songs downloaded onto my hard drive so one of my favorite things to do was when I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas I would like to cruise around and kill people while blasting this one's for the girls yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's, true. that's yeah. true I mean and, and, and here's the funny thing you can't do that anymore now
1: so, I, just, I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I even held a CD, to be honest.
0: I mean, valid, but I'm just saying, like, just <laughs> in general, I mean, like, it, it's just, that was something that was so awesome back in the day. You know, back in the early 2000s, yeah. you could take a burnt CD or regular CD that you bought at a store, put it into your Xbox, download it onto the Xbox, and you can actually put that music into the games. And it wasn't just certain games, it was it was quite a few that you could do. I mean, like that is that was a great idea for the Xbox. Um, yeah, PlayStation never did that, and also the original Xbox came out with Xbox Live.
2: I feel like we're uh, glossing over uh, the system that did all of this first,
0: though. Uh, the same Dreamcast. We gotta talk about the Dreamcast, uh, Ryan or Brandon. If you guys can do me a favor, yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys can. Go to Google right now if you guys can, and I want you to type in. Dreamcast controller and original Xbox controller. And you can see...
2: They look similar, yeah.
0: You can see that Microsoft completely ripped off Sega. Uh, I can kind of... Yeah, I guess I could. I can see it. I mean, look at that. I mean, right there, the, uh, the first image I clicked on was the original Xbox controller. They're both freaking huge, bigger than your hand. Uh, they both have on the left side, they both have the left joystick and below the left joystick, you have the D-pad and then in the middle of it, you have the start button on both systems. And then if you look on the right, you have the buttons, the same colors, green, blue, red, yellow. They're just mixed around. Huh. It's the same goddamn controller.
1: I had I never, like I said, my first console was the PS2. So everything before it, uh, I never owned. Uh, if I ever had a chance to play anything, it was because someone else owned it. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, that's that's crazy though, right? I mean, I mean, thank you so much for bringing that up, Ryan, because I wanted to talk about this episode. How much Microsoft stole their controller from uh, from the Dreamcast? There isn't that isn't that amazing? Look at that.
2: Well, I think the I think the fun I think the the crazy part about the Dreamcast is how it was such a failure. It's like I okay? So we got the Sega Saturn. That was like the that was the midpoint. The Sega Saturn was I I'm pretty sure. Um, if you exclude the the, the Sega Mega Drive, was the first CD game console, wasn't it? Or did the PlayStation yeah, so, come out the year before? I don't know. I don't I don't uh, know which ones came out. I can't remember what came out first.
0: I'll tell you I'll tell you right now. The Sega CD. Oh, so I'm sorry. Sega was it Sega CD or Sega Saturn first? Sega.
2: Well, Sega CD was uh, an add-on for the Sega Genesis, but it wasn't actually because okay. uh, most of them were still side scrollers. They weren't like 3D first-person stuff. Okay.
0: Sega Saturn, which was the first actual full CD game, uh, 1995 was Sega Saturn, and, and were, 96. the original PlayStation was 94. Oh shit! Was it? It Oof. came out. No, ninety five. It came out in Japan in ninety four. It came to America in ninety five. So it was still a whole year before uh, the Saturn.
2: So like, just imagine this, okay? So they, so Sega makes the leap into the full CD ROM games. Essentially, Uh, they do. They're just like PlayStation, you know. And their Saturn is a failure. Sega Saturn is a failure. I, I didn't know anybody that had a Sega Saturn. I don't know about you guys. Um, I, no, I played one game on the Saturn. It was awful. It was some weird like you were a toy going around a room and you had to get some magical wand. I can't remember what it was. It was really stupid. And uh, so they like they do what you know they what we talked about earlier between Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City. Like they figured out what was wrong and they fixed it and you got the Dreamcast and it was still a massive failure. And then you come out and then the Xbox comes out and the Xbox you know pretty much they're very similar concepts you know. Yeah, and the Xbox just goes through the roof. I think because they had Halo, yeah. but I mean, I think that's I think that's incredibly interesting that how one console uh, can fail and another company would be like, well, I like what you did there. I'm going to take what you did. I'm going to do it. My I'm going to do it slightly differently. Everybody's going to love it. Well, that's a
1: it's a good point that you brought up about Halo because I think it just comes down. I mean, was that essentially the launch game with Xbox when it came out? Was that, was yes. that, yeah, like I first think that game?
2: was, I think that was like their, like we're putting all our eggs in this basket.
1: So, see, and like, I think that's what initially let it, you know, allowed it to succeed. You have, you, if you're going to launch a system, like you mentioned earlier, Ryan, I think before we even started the show, or maybe early in the show, a system is nothing without a game. And I think, uh, I don't know, I mean, that's what ultimately put, Xbox and the status where it's at now. Because Halo, even though I'm not a fan, I can appreciate uh, the next level of uh, of gaming future. toward. You know what I mean? Like, you could see where you could, just in that game alone, you could be like, oh, man, okay, I know where we're moving to. I know now where the gaming
0: future is going. Well, see, yeah, because you're right, because you guys made the comment earlier, and I get a chance to say it because I forgot it, but the reason why I never played GoldenEye until my older years was because I'd, I never had a 64. So, oh, I, okay. I, you know, so I never played Goldeneye uh, at all. The uh, There was a kid down my street that had a 64. He didn't have Goldeneye. He had Pokemon Stadium, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck um, Pokemon
2: Stadium. I would go to uh, the video store. I think I mentioned it in another pod, uh, one of the earlier episodes. There's that video store that was right down the street from my house. So it was about a five-minute walk. And they had a, uh, a little... System like gaming like they had a uh, N64 and PlayStation in these boxes and you put a quarter in like an arcade and you can play for five minutes and I would sit there for hours on end just playing Pokemon Stadium right I, I, it and probably would have you... been cheaper to rent the game from the the video store but I was <laughs> I was just pumping in quarters
0: yeah okay so one of my uh, coolest memories about games guys not to drag this on farther but where uh, where I'm from here. You have to have the system, and then you can go rent the game at the local store back in the day. But remember that story I told you about my introduction to Resident Evil with my cousin down in Virginia, right? Yeah. Well, we went to their local store, and I wanted to play Mortal Kombat because Resident mm-hmm. Evil is too scary, but decapitating somebody is completely fine. And uh, <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, um, I noticed he didn't have a Sega Genesis because I was still about to Sega at that point. And he goes, oh, I can go get one for you right now. I'm like, you have a million dollars? Because, you know, you're a kid and you think it's expensive. He goes, no, the video store. Uh, you go to the movie store and you actually can pay, like, I don't know how much it was. Let's just say it was 10 bucks. I don't remember. But you pay 10 bucks and they actually give you the game system. Oh, the actual system. Yeah,
2: they the did The actual that. system. They did that. Oh, they did wow. that for you, too? Yeah, it was uh, $20 yeah. down payment plus whatever rental fee was. We never did it because we, we always had the system.
0: Yeah, I always like, thought that was so cool. Yeah, and I don't know if any of you guys had that experience, but yeah. But he was like, "Yep, boom, Sega Gen- uh, yes, Sega Genesis, Mortal Kombat two, let's start playing." And then he had it for however many days. That never happened up here, but for you, Ryan, you had that, huh? Yeah, yeah.
2: I never. I mean, I never did it because we had the we had the systems that we wanted. To of play,
0: course. So I mean.
1: Yeah, and, see, it, I I never had that experience because. Uh, most of the video stores around us were the mom and pop shops. Like, you know, it was just our local, our closest one was Movie Madness, and they didn't have a single game to rent. It was just movies. If you wanted games, you'd have to travel an hour to a bigger city called Gainesville where the Blockbuster was. <laughs> and that's where you could rent a game if you wanted.
0: God bless Blockbuster. I discovered this, and this is something I didn't want to, something I didn't have in my plan to talk to you guys about, but check this out. The original storage for the first PlayStation was 2 megabits of RAM. That's it. That's how much you could store. Okay? Okay. PlayStation 4 has 256 megabits of RAM.
1: That's a leap. <laughs>
0: And a 500-gigabyte hard drive. Oh, yeah. Well, you just got to mean just look at
2: the – I mean, it's pretty easy to see that one has more – has a faster processor than the other when you look at the graphics. One of them is, you know – One of them is polygons. Another one actually looks like a person.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. I get that because, like, uh, I mean, like I was just looking up Xbox here. The original Xbox, that had 64 megabits of RAM. So that's even bigger. I just—it's crazy. Uh, we never talked about this system, guys. GameCube. Anybody a fan of GameCube?
2: I never had a GameCube.
1: Uh, again, yeah. If, if I played it, it was because someone else did. And the only game I remember playing was Metroid Prime. I think that's the only one I remember playing on it.
2: There was wasn't a, that one of the Mario parties was one of the uh, like the only game I ever played on a on a GameCube.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but didn't Metroid Prime wasn't that the game that actually introduced the fact that the main character has been a female this whole time? Wasn't that the big reveal? Yeah,
2: Metroid. Yeah, for the I think I think that was the regular Nintendo NES. Nintendo. Right. I think so.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Prime that did it. It was. I think it was just the original game. Or
0: might have been two. It was, it was a much two. earlier one. Gotcha. Um,
2: Samus. I
0: Samus is her name. I always wanted a GameCube because of one reason, one reason only. Now I said I don't like Nintendo. Battlefront? Nope. Nope. I uh, I wanted GameCube because, and I still haven't played it, but um, they remade the first Resident Evil game. And it was only available for GameCube. Oh, that's right. Which made no sense. Well, it's got another remake now. Four places. four. Four. Oh, yeah. Oh my sweet Jesus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, because I remember when the GameCube came out, and like a few years later, they were like, "We're going to release. Uh, we're going to remake, repolish, make Resident Evil look amazing." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I, yeah. I just never. I I never. I I shouldn't have said remake.
1: It's a repolish. Yeah, like you said, it's yeah. It, but that was that was. I think, was GameCube one of the first systems to start doing that? Take older games and repolish
0: them? Yeah, because there's a thing, too. I'm looking at the picture of the GameCube now, guys, and wow, what a giant leap. I don't know if it's forwards or backwards compared to the 64, because 64 had the cartridge, but this didn't have a normal CD, guys. If you remember, the GameCube had those small baby CDs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the big thing was the PlayStation Two came out, the Xbox came out, and you can play DVDs on both the Xbox and both the PlayStation, but you couldn't play DVDs on the GameCube. You had to buy an extra thing, just like the Xbox 360. You couldn't
2: play DVDs in the Wii.
0: You can or you can't. Can't. You can't play DVDs in the Wii.
2: Not the original Wii. You can't play DVDs. You can stream like you could put Netflix and stuff on it, but you couldn't play. It wouldn't play movies or it wouldn't play DVDs. God.
0: Uh, oh, by I didn't the way, know that. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. So we're getting in towards the show here, but I wanted to do the top 10 list, you guys, of the uh, biggest selling uh, video game consoles, including portable games of all time. And uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. So we're breaking the rules on this one for one second, but coming in at number 10 in 2011 with 67 million sold was Nintendo 3DS.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Again, I could understand why. I mean, there's there's a legitimate gimmick behind it.
0: Was that actually 3D? Yeah.
1: It was you didn't yeah, you didn't have to like you didn't have to put on special glasses. It was just there's if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, there's there's a notch on the side where you can enhance 3D graphic or you can eliminate it completely. If I'm if I'm wrong in that, Ryan, is that right?
2: I don't know if there's I don't know if there was a uh, notch. I've uh, never actually played a 3DS, but I've seen like the videos and stuff cuz this is a big deal when they launched it. But it's like uh, it's just a depth of image thing.
0: Right, right. Oh, okay, it was a depth of image. Okay. So it wasn't like it like didn't come 3D out popping at you. out. At... Yeah. No, yeah. No. Okay. Okay, so it was like depth of field. Okay. Number 9 in 2001 with 81 million sold was Game Boy Advance. Uh huh.
2: Do we didn't really use a... the Game Boy a whole lot? Like I played, I played we... a lot of Game Boy when I was younger.
1: I still do. I, I still have Pokemon Red and Blue. <laughs> I
2: got. Uh, I have this uh, this uh, box thing that I put together. It's got all those old school games on it, and I got uh, I got all the Pokemon games on it, and I, I still play uh, Pokemon Yellow. Nice. That was the one that when I was a kid, that was the one I didn't play because I always hated starting out with Pikachu. I thought that was because the first because the first gym boss is all rocks, and it doesn't make any sense that you get stuck with an electrical Pokemon when you have to fight the, right. the rock Pokemon. So I always hated that saying, one. Like,
1: yeah, I I can I can understand that completely. I I loved Yellow only because Yellow was when they started. They were like, okay, not only are we gonna refashion Red and Blue, but we're gonna give you pretty much the basis of the TV show
0: as well. Like,
1: Yellow, pretty much follow, you're following the storyline of the TV show as
0: well. Well, wait a minute, though. Wasn't Yellow literally red and blue, just with Pikachu following you? Yeah, is it, it is. Is it, it a whole new game? Is it a whole new game?
2: No, it's essentially the same game. They just have minor tweaks to it. Is right. that what they do to it, to the, make it
0: more like the show, then?
2: But the first, se- like the first series of the Pokemon show is like, is, I think it's based off the games.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I think. Uh, don't quote post-
2: me on that, guys. Don't audience. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm not Japanese. I don't know these things.
1: I think you're right. I. I mean, I. I. I think the cards in the game were were. All, I think obviously first, and then the show came. Se- uh, came second.
0: Uh, this one's a shocker to me, Brandon. You had this one. I never owned it in 2004 with 82 million sold. Uh, let's see here. This is number seven. PlayStation Portable, PSP.
1: Yeah, I had it for a month, and I was like, this is pure shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could buy... I remember when you and I went to GameStop, and you bought it, and then you went to the movie section at GameStop, and GameStop sold movies, and you can buy every movie that you currently own, but PlayStation Portable version, because it's a small little disc like a GameCube, right? No, you could-
1: not, not every movie. It was a very f- select few. And... Uh, it didn't progress further than that. I think the only I, I bought Kill Bill volume one, that's all I bought for it. And even when I put it in to watch it, it lagged terribly. And that was one of the, I don't know. The interface was weird. I didn't like, I didn't like the handheld capability. I, it, it had a short lifespan in my, in, in my, in my house. So I got rid of it.
0: Well, it's, it's number, uh, let's see here. It's number, uh, let's see. but I can understand why it's in the top
1: 10. I mean, Holding, like I can imagine being right. a person who's like, "Holy shit, PlayStation on
0: the go," you know? Yeah. Number seven of all time, 2006 with 83 million sold was PS3.
2: Mm.
1: The George Foreman grill.
0: Nice. Uh, number. Let's see here. Let's see, number six, Number six in 2005 with 84 million sold, Xbox 360.
1: Red Ring of Death.
0: Oh, God
2: bless Dude, it right I, okay so I went off to college in two thousand eight uh to Toledo I had to move up up to Toledo and everybody on the floor that I lived on there's about sixteen rooms so it's thirty two men everyone had an Xbox 360 in their room, and I didn't understand why because i i didn't I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I mean all they played was battlefield and, and Halo, and I don't understand why. Everyone has to have those those games, but Ryan, you got to understand. You could have HD
1: DVD. It was going to be the future of movie formatting.
2: <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I had an argument with my uh, my friend one time, because um, his 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 mom swore by the HD DVDs. She said nothing really? nothing beats them. <laughs> they're they're going to be here forever. And I was like I was like, well, I mean, I see more Blu-rays and stuff now uh, than I did, you know. HD DVDs. She's, she's the same
1: person who was then like, "Come, come look, come look at my beta collection. No. Come look at my Betamaxes."
2: No, that would've been funny though. That would've been great. <laughs> I would've loved it. I've never seen a. I've never actually watched a Betamax before. That's some. That's one of the things I. I kind of want to see. But yeah, no. no I've, I've never seen a Betamax. I own one, and it's Gremlins. I thought about there was um. I used to go on eBay and look at like random things that I would like to have, and I almost I almost bought a Betamax player because it was on, it was on eBay for I think like hundred bucks or something like that. <laughs> I need
0: to I need to buy a LaserDisc player because brother Brandon years ago gave me uh, Aliens on LaserDisc. Yep, I kind of, and I kind of wanted us, and I, and I still have it. It's it's in my basement. I I kind of want to see what it's like on laser disc. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have American Werewolf in London. <laughs> uh, almost done with this, boys. We'll close out the show. Number five, console of all time, two thousand six, with one hundred and one million sold, was the Wii. Um, number four of all time was nineteen ninety four, with one hundred and two million sold. That's the original PlayStation, uh, Game Boy. Game Boy Color. Uh, they, they combined them in two, was 118 million. Number two, this is interesting, guys, because we were saying number one was. Number one, of course, was PlayStation 2 with 155 million. But Nintendo DS is the number two of all time at 04, and it had 154 million sold. Nice. nice. You know what I find what strange the-
2: about this list? This is what I find strange about this list.
0: Um, I didn't
2: look it up. I'm fairly positive. This is true that the best-selling game of all time is Super Mario uh, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo.
0: So, okay. Really?
2: Yeah. So it's a little strange. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the list is wrong by any stretch. I just, like it's, I think it's interesting that the, be, the best-selling game of all time that was exclusive to one console, that console isn't isn't the best-selling game. Well' see that dog, that's huh? funny
0: this, uh, what see Ryan that's funny because because on this list too it says uh, at the bottom of the list it says the uh, the most profitable game companies and 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 Nintendo has beat everybody uh, with uh, $699 dollars in total sales well
2: I mean on that list you had the game boy yeah. you had like three different game boys and three different gaming systems from them
0: absolutely uh, the ds it was called a DS because it had a dual screen. Yep. that's that's the only yep. reason. Okay. Yep, but that was that was the big thing. Um, I
2: really, really like my Game Boy Advance SP. I love that thing. That was like the oh way, yeah, me too. My console when I my well because my when I, I was probably fourteen or something like that. I think that's when they came out.
1: Right, right. Well, what made the SP so fucking cool? It had a goddamn backlight. Yeah. You no longer had to worry about attaching. If you remember the light attachments, where you had to like have it hover over your Game Boy screen. Yep.
2: Mine was mine the was S- purple and it curled and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. The SP no longer. There was a little button up top, a little small button. You could push it, which I don't know why you would want to get rid of the backlight, but it was there available. But yeah, man, it was the I first like, Game Boy I to like have the backlight flip
2: screen aspect of it. That was my that's what I thought was the best improvement.
1: Yeah. Fashioning off the flip phones, I think at the time too.
2: Because I, because I got a, I got a Game Boy Advance, and I bought that from the shitty store down the street from where I lived, and the screen broke very quickly.
0: <laughs> hmm. I, I, I've, I've never got anything into the game console. I mean, I did have a, a Sega Game Gear, which was badass. Did you have a Neo Geo? No. <laughs> What's that movie? But. Surf
2: Ninjas? You guys ever seen Surf Ninjas?
0: Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. yes. we the lo- Game Gear. Yeah, I loved that movie when I was a kid. It, uh, absolute <laughs> garbage, but it was, it was awesome.
0: I was, I was, I was so, of course, uh, you know, first world problems. I was so mad at Christmas when my mom got me the Game Gear when I was a kid. Game Gear is different because it kept me quiet <laughs> in the car. Different than Home Console, uh, but I was but I was so mad because I wanted the Game Gear because of Surf Ninjas because he had a black one and Mom <laughs> bought me Mom bought me the blue one. I was like, this is not the right one.
2: <laughs>
0: my my Christmas is ruined. How dare you spend your hard earned money on me, you bitch! <laughs> oh, I can't wait for my daughter to say that to me. You know, it's the wrong color. I hate you, it's you bitch. Same- <laughs> It's the same goddamn thing. It's just a different color, but anyhow. Well, uh, guys, we have gone on long enough about video games and uh, video game consoles. Uh, we talked about some stuff we liked, some stuff we didn't like about it. We had a nice little list of the top-selling systems of all time, uh, which is which is really cool to go over that stuff. Um, it was fun to go down this memory, but uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, everybody can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com at uh, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com you can also check us on Twitter. Follow us at Movie Guys Pod on Facebook, Movie Guys Podcast, and then on iTunes, search for Movie Guys Podcast. Um, I know uh, Brother Brandon has a couple of uh, shows he's come up with. Brother Brandon, what are you doing? What's some of these new shows?
1: Well, I had mentioned it before in previous episodes. Um, nothing. Well, nothing is launched yet. Uh, it takes a lot of time because the show I'm doing, Don't Bend the Page. Uh, you know, first and foremost, I have to read the book first. So. It's I got to read the book, write the script, write down notes, do some research. So I'm hoping that along with my movie review late night rentals, I'm hoping to have everything up a good month's worth of content by the first or at the very latest second week of October. So as that gets closer, because I'm putting together a Patreon account as well, um, I'll have more detail. So I don't want to give too much detail yet because no show is available yet, but that is coming in the future.
0: And we also have some other shows coming up in the future too. Um, I don't know if uh, if best friend Ryan wants to talk about it, but best friend Ryan's come up with the concept with his own show. I don't know if you wanted to take this time at all to tell people what you're doing, or oh, or, nice. you're, or you're going to let him away?
2: Um, no, I can I, mean, I can talk about it. It's not a big deal. Um, it's I mean it's still a, it's infancy stage. I it's uh, I just came up with the the concept not too long ago. I uh, still haven't solidified a name for it, so there's that. Um, it's just uh, uh the goal is to watch one film a day and then talk about uh, creatively what I could take from it not necessarily like uh, critical thinking stuff like you know what what does it mean you know the, or a review f- uh, podcast because there's a lot of those but just like you know y- you learn to make movies by watching movies um, like I went to film school and stuff um, but I feel like you know, you gain you can gain this similar amount of knowledge just by watching movies. And the point of it is to uh, you know, figure out what I can pull from each one um, creatively, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. that
2: makes sense. I mean, the same thing luck. with
1: writing, same thing with writing. You know, you, you learn if you want to be a writer, you learn to write by reading all
2: kinds of different books. Yeah. and uh, you know, somewhere down the line, I'm gonna set up a webpage and an email address and all that. And I mean, I, I have about the first month or so kind of planned out of what movies I'm gonna watch, but I am gonna need suggestions and stuff. So if people out there in the future want to suggest a film I should watch, um, you know, I'll have an email for you to send suggestions to later. Cool.
0: We cool. have a big we have a big list for you. <laughs> You have a whole year. That's three hundred sixty-five movies.
2: I know. E- well, a- each episode. Each episode is going to be uh, the, a one week. So it's fifty-two episodes. You know. So.
0: Gotcha. We're going to oh, show oh, you some gotcha. shit. We're going to show you some shit.
2: Well, man. Brandon sent me a list of bunch of stuff I'd never heard of. Um, I know. Oh yeah.
0: Brandon. Brandon would do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, sure. I want to my own horn. I've seen a shit ton of movies, but most of the ones he sent me, I've never heard of. <laughs> well, I oh. Know.
0: I know. Brandon would be like, "Hey, Jordan, have you heard of this movie?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's. <laughs> His knowledge is ridiculous. Anywho, uh, but thank you, everybody, for downloading this episode of podcast, uh, And we'll be back next week for another great episode. I had a fun time talking about video games. And, of course, we'll talk to you guys then. So I'm going to do the Ron Burgundy line and say stay classy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. Stay, staying classy, San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> right, have a good night, everybody. See ya. Love you.